All right, good morning, everyone. Today is Tuesday, February 23rd. Look at me. I don't even know the date that I'm supposed to be reporting to you guys. Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. And there's a fair bit of amount of um, news coming from all over the world in the last 24 hours, which is pretty awesome. So uh, let's get right into it. So first off, Merrick Garland, uh, Judge Merrick Garland, is going to uh, is going to be undergoing a hearing to be attorney general uh, nominated by Biden uh, which started I believe yesterday and he got grilled on um the on his you know thoughts and all that on the Cuomo cover up as well as the um I believe let me see here the the Hunter Biden situation which is a very fair point and again consistency on both sides right now Merrick Garland for the record was if I'm not mistaken nominated in Obama's second term I think on his January of 2016 to be a Supreme Court justice and if I'm not mistaken if I have my facts correct Mitch McConnell and the Republicans knocked that down now apparently Merrick Garland is a very good judge widely respected on both sides I know that there are many that don't like him as well but that's just the way it goes so we'll see what happens it's a, look I don't have a law degree it's not for me to say whether or not someone should become a judge I think that if they have a very interesting track record which I'll get to shortly with another example then that's cause for concern absolutely and we have to see what's happening there right the next thing that I want to talk about is that or that I want to cover is that Trump will allegedly be announcing his run in 2024 uh, this Sunday at some type of conservative or Republican conference um, now, this is all rumors and speculation, but again, this is according to multiple sources from Axios and things like this. I mean, look, they are, we already know that Kevin McCarthy went to go see Trump to ask him to campaign for the Republicans in 2022 uh, next year for the midterms in the Senate and things like this and in the House. Um, so it would not surprise me if Trump actually comes back in 2024. Also, considering the fact that there was a recent poll that just came out. Now, yes, it was just one poll, and I get it. Polls could be wrong. Let's be fair here. However, the poll did say by USA Today that I think it was 46 or 47%. So if you if we round it up, essentially almost half of all Republicans, registered Republicans, would have no problem going to a third party um, in support of Trump. And I think the Republican Party... They see this and they say, listen, we can't split the party up. And they, that, that's what's happening, whether, you know, you want to admit it or not, or I want to admit it or not. We see a divide because you have a good chunk of the party that says, no, no, let's go with Trump. And then the rest says, let's not. So but it's a it's a it seems to be a cut right down the middle. Right. So the next thing is that the U.S. hit the 500. Oops, sorry. U.S. hit the 500,000 mark for alleged uh, covid deaths. Uh, Kamala and Biden lit a whole candlestick for that. Now, look, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. If you don't believe in the virus, I respect that. If you do, I respect that as well. So for me, it's 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 just something to report. They're trying to make it, you know, look, half a million deaths and things like this. Now, I want to make it very clear. Assuming the virus is real and assuming all that and people have family members or relatives who've passed from it. I do want to give my condolences in that regard, assuming the facts are correct, that they passed from COVID and things like this. Now, you might say, Dave, that's a bit you know, scummy of you to question the authenticity. But listen, we have to call it like it is. There's evidence to suggest it's legit. There's evidence to suggest some very you know, questionable things. And let's be honest right now. I got to be careful because publicly on YouTube, I have to watch what I say. The virus... Um, Israel, wink, wink, nod, nod, and I say that carefully because, look, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I don't know anyone that's come in contact with it, so uh, family, friend, relative, I don't want to say, 
right? So uh, that's my opinion. Now, if I had firsthand experience, I would be more than happy to give my opinion and tell you guys. But, you know, again, I'm just trying to... Um, be as respectful as possible to both sides because it's a touchy subject, right? I mean, there's some people whose relatives may have died from something else and they'd marked it down as a COVID death and so people might get very upset. It's not, for me, I don't really care about offending people. It's about ensuring that there's consistency and respect. That's what the thing is for me. People are going to get offended no matter what, guys, right? So anyways, the next thing is that Texas Power went... Now, this is uh, what I'm about to report here. I just want to say is I, respectfully... I don't care what side you're on politically. This is insane. So Texas Power went from 12 cents per kilowatt to $9 per kilowatt, okay? Some lady got a bill for just over 200 grand. Now, here's the thing. How is she going to pay that back? And I'm, and I'm, I'm, legi I'm literally asking that question. How is the average person, even someone who's wealthy, like, you know, a little bit above middle class, doesn't have 200K in cash to just dish out? Like, yeah, no problem. People say like work years to save, you know, 20, 30, 40 K in the bank because, you know, they got as I'm sure like many of you, you got bills like myself, you got family, some of you may have kids, people work and that's and you got to pitch into that $200,000 bill. And on top of that, you still have another hundred. Let's just say you save 50 K up over, you know, five, 10 years, right? And then all of a sudden, or maybe if that because times are very tough, but you know what I mean? Let's just give an example. Then you get the bill for 200 K. Not only does your heart sink. And you feel like everything you've worked for just went to shit, pardon my English. But now the 50K is not even the full amount because you still got another 150K to go. That's like a second mortgage. Mortgage, sorry if I said that weird. But yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like it just, I don't know. Anyways, there is arguments to be made, however. And just bear with me here because I'm not trying to blame anybody. I This is what I've been reading on both conservative and democratic sites. So I just want to make that clear. There are arguments to be made that... If we look at the big picture, Bill Clinton might slightly be responsible for some of this Texas deep, massive deregulation of the, the turbines and things like this and the solar powered stuff. He helped, you know, bring forward a lot of that deregulation that would be allowed, which subscribes to the argument that the Clintons were really the first Democratic candidates and the first time that the party really moved from a party for the people to a party for corporations, which has been argued by centrists, by leftists, by, you know, people on the right, you name it, right? The, the Clintons don't, they're known to be the establishment in a lot of ways. So anyways, um, and I could be wrong, by the way, I could be very wrong. And I'd be more than happy to have that that debate, um, especially if there's certain things that I'm not familiar with. So the next thing is that Facebook and this I'm very happy about this Facebook backtracked on their Australian news ban, which now allows for the Australian government to implement regulation. And, um, you know, this is assuming I have my facts straight and all that. But I'm super happy about this because, again, what, this is what I'm talking about. When the Australian Prime Minister comes out and says that it's nonsense and, you know, he says the he said the words that he said regarding, you know, the Facebook news ban and stuff like that, I applaud that because he's encouraging free speech. And if, again, assuming I have my facts correct about this Australian story, he's encouraging free speech. He's, incur he's saying pretty much this is a bunch of rubbish. It's a bunch of BS, right? And when the, when the prime minister of a country or any leader of any nation says this, it's important for companies like Facebook to listen. I'm happy Facebook did this because now the government, I'm not really for government regulation in my humble opinion, but in this case, the government can slap down a regulation and say, listen, you can't mess with us again on this new stuff because whether, again, this is my opinion, but I do want to say that 
a certain part of this I understand is understandably factual in a lot of ways. In a lot of developed countries, Australia, United States, Canada, there's a fine line between disinformation and free speech because in theory, disinformation and lying is covered under free speech. And so I get what the Australian Prime Minister is saying absolutely. Now, I don't know his politics. I don't even, believe it or not, I'm not even familiar, familiar with what party the Australian Prime Minister is associated with. But in this particular instance, I do agree with him in almost every regard. Again, unless I'm missing something, but I think that this is the full, the full story. The next thing is that uh, a former U.S. priest is on trial for sex abuse in East Timor. <sighs> Again... This this thing with the religion and the pedophile thing. like okay I'm gonna give you guys my opinion and this might upset some people but I know you guys like to hear my perspective so I'll just I'll put it out there I I'm not trying to say anything against the the, the Catholic religion or the Christian religion or any big or small institutional or independent religion or belief system my point here is this do I think the Christian religion raises good moral values to us in the West yeah in context of the West yes sure. Not all of it, but a lot of it, uh, or a good chunk of it, rather. With that being said, I think with the, one of the biggest mistakes of the, of the Christian religion is that the priests are not allowed to have sex. That's ridiculous. Scientifically, biologically, emotionally, you name it, that's ridiculous. And so when they don't have sex, or they're, you know, they're, they're, they're abstinent, or they have to refrain from that, right? What do they do? I'm not saying all of them, but it seems like a, ch a good chunk of them tend to get involved in very weird fetishes, which then leads to pedophilia of the underage boys thing, and, and even, you know, underage girls, even if it's not underage, just women or, or men, uh, you know, 20, 25, what have you, if you're being raped or assaulted, it's rape and assault, it's as simple as that, right? And so I would dare to argue, and I could be very wrong here, and let me know if you guys have a different perspective. I would dare to argue if you allow the priests to, I don't know, get married, have sex, or maybe not even get married. You could still keep the rule of no, priests can't marry, but let them have sex. I would dare to argue, and if I end up being wrong, I'll admit it. This, But I would argue this will take away a lot of the pedophilia, weird niche um, fetishes and obsessions, rather, not fetish, obsessions that these uh, priests tend to have. And now, again, if I end up being wrong, then I will totally admit it. But I don't think we're going to see a day where priests are allowed to get married or have sex, at least for in the next, you know, 30, 40, 50 years. And maybe that might change. I don't know. But anyways, the next thing is that Bitcoin dropped 14 percent. Okay, fine, whatever, right? For those who are in it for the long term, I don't think you guys are that concerned. I mean, I I would argue maybe you are, maybe you aren't, because I'm not a, a master investor by any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah, it dropped 14%. That's the market. It, go <laughs> it goes up, it goes down, right? The next thing is that Canada's parliament says that China's treatment of the Uyghurs is genocide, and hopefully I pronounced that right this time. Uh, you know who you are, brother, for helping me correct this all the time. Uh, I can say, uh, oh yeah, so yeah, I can say this because I'm Canadian, um, in a lot of, like, on speaking on behalf of the government that I, uh, actually, I, no, I don't think I voted for, anyways, the point is, is that, yeah, no shit, it's genocide, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, the fact that they, I don't know why this makes the news, but it's like, okay, they, is Canada's parliament acknowledging it's genocide, it's not like Canada's been known to not acknowledge genocide, but anyways, I, I guess it's just something to fill the headlines for the, for these news guys, right, but anyways, the next thing is that NASA shared a nice picture of Jupiter and another video of the rover and all that, like about how, it, you know, the certain thing leaves the rover on the ground. There's the refueling and all the different stuff like that. 
it's they put it together pretty well. There's already ta- a lot of talk of certain Mars pictures being edited and things like this. A lot of it is, I would argue, in my opinion. A lot of these pictures are. Uh, I, I don't know specifically about the most recent ones, but it's NASA's getting better and better at covering the hidden uh, cover-ups within the metadata of the pictures. But I don't know. Anyways, that's for the afternoon episodes that we do. But uh, the next thing is that Neera Tandon, who Biden elected to or nominated to be uh, head of the Office of Management and Budget, might not get elected after certain senators, Republicans and Democrats said they will be voting against her nomination. I agree with that. She's got a very shady history of corruption near Tandon. She's got a really weird history of a bunch of tweets that are allegedly, you know, you could argue are xenophobic and things like this. It's not for me to say. All I have to say is look up near Tandon for yourself, guys, if you want to take a look at her background and her history. I mean, let's be honest, it is a shady record. But again, if, pe- if the people are okay with it, and I'm not being sarcastic, then so be it. But if they're not, then it's a different story, and it seems like they're not. So, well, it seems, sorry, it seems like the senators are not okay with it. The people in general, the ones who've chimed in on the matter, even Democrats on the left, don't like near attendance. So, I don't know. She probably might not even get the spot. The next thing is that my pillow guy, Mike Lindell, is being sued for $1.3 billion by Dominion, as well as, you know, um, I think Lou Dobbs, Rudy Giuliani, and uh, who's the other, who's that woman, the, the, the lawyer? For Trump, the Kraken lady, the uh, the Kraken lawsuit. Anyways, I forgot her name, but you know, I think you guys know I'm talking about. He also and Mike Lindell, the CEO of My, uh, My Pillow, also claims that he lost over sixty million dollars uh, due to cancel culture and all that. But I guess he's trying to say he's okay with it. He's chugging on and things like this. I guess Mike Lindell's being sued because of the OAN uh, documentary that r- was aired like three weeks ago. How, but OAN tried to clear themselves legally before, like at the beginning of the documentary, saying nothing ever said here is a representation or anything of the network. It's just Mike Lindell and him, whoever he brings on. I think that's how it went. But yeah, um, the next thing here is that Trudeau and Biden are going to meet today. Uh, okay, yeah, whatever. The first bilateral talk of virtual blah, blah, blah. The next thing is that the U.S. sanctioned two more. Uh, I, th- I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Myanmar generals. They're slapping sanctions all over the place. So, okay, we'll see what happens. The next thing is that Gina Carano accused Disney and Lucasfilms of bullying. And look, whether or not she's right or wrong, it, you can argue this both ways. Corporate bullying or, you know, they, they did the right thing, so to speak. We can argue these things. But the point here is that I think this is going to lead to something bigger, in my opinion, and I'll tell you what I think. The reason why I brought this up is not to cover Gina Carano's comments again. It's to to bring up the fact that whether or not you agree with Gina Carano, it seems like there's a small community forming, and I could be wrong, but there seems like there's a small community forming that is looking to, I guess we could say, rebel against the system. Now, will they ever grow big enough to gain an audience enough where if they make their own independent films, people will go watch it, which is just more evidence of a, and, you know, they'll stop watching you know, films from Hollywood uh, studios. It's possible. You might have people that say, I don't want to watch any Hollywood films anymore, but I doubt it, man, because everyone just wants to, no one wants to think about which company made what movie and what have you, although it's necessary in some cases, right, with the hypocrisy of Disney, which could be argued about the, the Muslim Uyghur thing. But again, I think there's going to be a small community of people that'll slowly grow. It'll be like a slow burn metaphor that'll slowly grow over the years. And it'll be something where if you get doxed, not sorry, not doxed, if you get screwed over 
on the mainstream end of the Hollywood Elite Studios. You go over to this smaller niche. You make less money, still decent money, but nothing like the studios. But you're doing it more on principle. I would dare to argue a community like that has already formed, but it hasn't really solidified itself. Now, I could be very wrong, but anyways... Um, the next thing is that, let's see here, or the final thing is that bail for an Indian activist's um, bail, I guess, or money, sorry, for an Indian activist's bail regarding the massive farmers' protest is linked to Greta Thunberg, according to BBC. Now, I don't know spe uh, specifics about this particular protester. I know she's a woman. Uh, let me see if I could get her name here very quickly. I believe her name is... Uh, uh, Disha Ravi's arrest for sharing a document intended to help farmers sparked widespread outrage. I don't, honestly guys, for those that are watching that are Indian, I'm sure you guys could tell me more about this than myself. I'm not going to talk about something I don't know the full detail or context about. All I know is that the farmers are pissed at, at Prime Minister Modi. So, and there's like, we're talking tens if not hundreds of millions of people are protesting. And again, it just goes to show you, mainstream media wouldn't cover it for weeks. Now, you know where you're going to find it? On the world news stage, on the, uh, you know, BBC, Al Jazeera, things like that. You're not going to find it on CNN. I mean, you, an article here or there, but it's nothing substantial, which is interesting. Washington Post, New York Times, they cover it. Don't get me wrong, but it's the way in which they present it. It's not consistent with the other things they're trying to push more than others, right? So I want you guys to let me know what you think. We have a great episode coming out this afternoon. And uh, if not, we'll either catch you guys later today or tomorrow. Cheers.